right, what's up, everybody? It's Coach Josh. We want to officially welcome you guys out to another live Q&A with yours truly, Coach Josh. I want to welcome you guys out to my live feed. For those who's watching me live, do me a big favor and share this broadcast out to as many people as possible. If you're watching this later, whether on YouTube or listening later, whether Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and now Spotify, I want to thank you guys and gals so much for watching and listening. And for those who's brand new to who I am and what I do, um, this is uh, the Coach Josh YouTube channel, the Unpluggers community here online. And my goal is to help you uh, mature spiritually for God's optimal use. And my goal with these Q&As and all of my message to help you make sense of life. So if you haven't already yet, subscribe, hit the bell, um, leave a comment, thumbs up, join the Unpluggers community, and let's grow together and let's advance the kingdom of God together. So let's get right into it. <clears throat> I only got 30 minutes, y'all, because me and BD, we're about to record a, another Good Guys podcast tonight. So I only got 30 minutes. Me and BD are on the schedule for 8 p.m. tonight. Um, we'll do a lot, uh, not live, but to uh, record our new podcast. We're going to be talking about, should I tell y'all? We're going to be talking about are you damaged goods? So make sure you tune in on Fridays to the Good Guys Podcast. We're going to be talking about whether or not you, whether or not, whether or not you are damaged goods. See y'all this Friday. But for right now, let's get right into the chat box and say hello to everyone. What's up, Adriana? What's up? The finest arts. What's good? What's going on? Brooklyn, Bronx. My bad. I ain't want no problems, Adriana. I ain't mean to say Brooklyn. Bronx in the building. Okay. What's up, coach? What's up, Marciano? My bad, bro. If I said your name right. James in the house. Now, Ray Diaz Perez, thank God for you too. Precious Brown, what's going on? Theresa, please forgive me if I say your names wrong. Inside, outside, what's going on? Austin, Texas in the building. My relationship is going to oh, my relationship is going to crap as we speak. Josh, right, listen, man. <clears throat> Submit your question, bro. Let's get to it. Ah, what's going on? Aliana, Natasha, Renee, James in the house. What's up? Marisindes G, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, Ayana, Precious Brown, is it okay to have a dating coach? Ooh, y'all got questions. All right. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is it okay to have a dating coach? Um, There's nothing wrong with having resources. There's nothing wrong with having people in your life that, that's going to help you grow. Um, but before you add assistance to your life, you got to make sure you have uh, to make sure that you've acknowledged God. What's the point of having an assistant in your life to help a relationship that God never conceived? It's most important for you to go to God first and, and, and just really consult God first. Now, is is nothing wrong with having um uh, it's not it's nothing it's not beneficial to purchase accessories for an outfit that you haven't purchased. It's pointless to, to, to have accessories and, and things to go with the outfit that you don't own. First, you got to make sure that this outfit is for you, that this person is for you. And then you can customize accessories. Then you can customize things to go with it to assist it <clears throat> when presented. So the first thing I will say to you is to make sure um, that this relationship is of God first, because what you don't want to do is waste time, waste money, waste resources trying to figure out if this the one versus I know this is the one we have prayed, we have fasted, we have garnered the right necessary amount of uh, um, time with each other to really see the confirmation of God manifest. And so now we are ready to have uh, uh, counselors, coaches, individuals to aid because now we are investing in confirmation, the confirmation of us and not just the wondering of us, if that helps. 
So is it okay to have a dating coach? It is okay to have whatever God wants to assist the outfit he purchased for you. But it's worthless to go out there and get all these accessories, get all these things to aid a relationship that you're just trying to figure out in the process. Do you have enough? Is God going to be the one funding this relationship or are you in debt to this relationship because you want it desperately? It all boils down <clears throat> to the confirmation of God. Hope they help. Naredes Perez says, can a Christian date a Catholic? Um, can two walk together lest they be agreed? You have to make sure that the fundamental truths and the fundamental foundations correlate. Now, there may be some disagreements that you may have going forward, but I think when you really understand the uh, Catholic faith, you will see that it's, that it's different than a Christian faith, that you will begin to see the deity of Mary in the Catholic faith. You'll begin to see the works righteousness within the Catholic religion. And there's no knock to anyone who may be a Catholic believer because God could be utilizing that as a foundational place to kind of uh, um, lure you into a thriving, sincere faith with him. But you have to make sure that the fundamental foundations of what you believe correlate and corresponds. If not, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be friction. So first off, you want to make sure that you both agree <clears throat> because how can two walk together as they be agreed? How can you really progress and farm the lands that God wants you to farm if y'all both are unequally yoked? And how can y'all um, take 10,000 a flight if y'all even if y'all of the first thousand is causing conflict and issues in your relationship? So you have to always make sure that the foundation of your relationship all correlates spiritually to make sure that y'all believe the same thing, agree the same thing, because if not, down the road when the infatuation is subside, you're going to have drastic conflicts that can really destroy or make a relationship uh, um, troublesome. But the, the number one thing, like I told the first question, you got to make sure it's from God, <clears throat> because it doesn't matter where a person begins, is it, it all boils down to where that person is growing from and ending. And so you can check the foundation, because no matter how beautiful the house is, the foundation is messed up, the whole uh, uh, home is condemned. Good questions. Inside Out says, for men, are dating apps a good idea to pursue women? Man, the only, the only application you should use is you applying the word of God in your life. Every other application is useless when it comes to trying to find the one for you. So my advice to you is not even worry about a relationship. Don't even worry about finding her. God will, while you are at his <clears throat> while you are in his shade, while you are sitting by his tree, he'll bring that 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 deer. He'll bring that young lady into your pasture. And all you got to do is take your shot. See what happens with most men? They think they have to pursue. Um, 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 they have, they think they have to pursue their, their, uh, significant other. You don't got to pursue them and chasing them. All you got to do is be positioned in the presence of God and wait to the right moment of time. And God will then bring that young woman into your life. And when it's time to shoot your shot, it's a shot that's guaranteed to hit. And that's the one for you. And you can, we're not trying to make it gory ladies. We're not talking about saying a man going to shoot you. But what I'm saying is men have to realize God is very good at matchmaking. God is very good at bringing the one into your life. You don't have to worry about it. My wife came to my Bible study. When we first met, her friend brought her to my Bible study. And while I was preaching, she was in the audience. God brought her to where I was busy 
for him. He brought her where I was productive in here. And over time, time proved that she was the one for me. I didn't have to run. I didn't have to go find where she stayed. Everything happened miraculously for me where only time it was sweat involved, anytime there was whatever involved was when I was in my flesh. But every time I was at rest, everything worked out for my best. And that's why I want to advise you the only application you should use in regards to dating is you applying the word initially and applying the word and applying what you know that you need to do in your single life. God will then bring her to your page, will then bring her to your pastor. And then when it's time to shoot your shot, you're guaranteed to have the young lady that God has for you. God is very good at bringing things your way. But you have to understand, God did not bring Eve to a restless Adam. God brought Eve to an Adam that was at rest. God is never going to bring a woman into your life or lead you to pursue her, engage her, and marry her if you are a restless man. Restlessness leads you out to reaching to things that are careless at the moment. So you got to be at a place of rest, trusting that God has the one for you and that he is very good at bringing. The moment you become um, committed and the moment that you become aware that God is very good at matchmaking, that he doesn't need your help, then you will leave it into his hands and watch God bring it to you at the right time. <clears throat> Good questions. I'm interested in someone, but I don't know if I should reach out. Should I wait for God to confirm or just get to know her? Like I said before in the first question, what I would do, bro, is like, when you know that God has the best for you, when you know that you don't have to worry about a significant other, you don't have to worry about um, whatever. See, the thing is, um, if it's yours, it's yours. The greatest confidence a man has is in God, where he knows that, hey, I know for a fact that when it's mine, it's mine. I don't have to whine. I don't have to complain. I don't have to chase. I just know when it's my appointed time for me, that unique young lady will be for me. Now, if you interest someone, you got to make sure that you're in a place of contentment because the, the greatest miracle is when God does things without your assistance, because that will bring the confirmation that you need to trust that when you do pursue as a man, you're not wasting time. You're not wasting money. You're not wasting emotions. How much have men wasted? with the wrong woman how many how much time have women wasted women wasted with the wrong man so i will wait for god bro simple as that and and because what you don't want to do is believe is god for you and then when you get to know that person and you realize that's not god's best for you now you disappointed now you sad now you got another six eight months wasted and 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 ah shucks for six months of man what you know you just want to go ahead and trust God from the beginning, go on about your business, keep doing what you're supposed to do, and watch in time what's for you will be in your life forever. It happened in my life. You see what I'm saying? And now the woman that I met five, six years ago is my wife now. So it's that simple. All right, Mel Melanie says, McQueen's, uh-oh, every time I do that, it does that. Give me one second, y'all. <clears throat> okay. If we like to schedule a coach session, how should we do that? No problem. Go to my website, imunplugged.com forward slash coaching dash, I mean, custom dash coaching. Um, I'll write it here for you. Give me one second. So I am unplugged, uh-oh, dot com forward slash custom dash, co uh oh coaching. Hope I spelled that right. 
Either way, go to my website, IamUnplugged.com, I-A-M-U-N-P-L-U-G-G-E-D.com. Go under the custom coaching tab and schedule a coaching session. If I can do it, I'll help you guys. But make sure you let me know in a message uh, what's your best budget and let me know you're the one that asked the question here online and I'll see what I can do to make time for you and your significant other and see what we can do to help guide you guys in the right direction. I'm God's partner. And so I'm only going to insist. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Hello from Fort Worth, Texas. What's going on, Eldris? Idris, I'm sorry. Adriana, what's going on? It says, lately I've been coming across a lot of scriptures that talk about the truth, and I recently was told one of the pastors I've been listening to is a false preacher. Um, that's what happens. <clears throat> the Bible says you'll know them by their fruit. You know, and, and what happens is as you grow spiritually, you'll begin to recognize the differences between three types of preachers. Let me make sure I make this clear. A false teacher, a teacher that's preaching falsely, and a true teacher of God. There's three types of teachers. <clears throat> There's a false teacher who is demonic, who's a wolf from the beginning. He's not confused. She's not confused who she is. She is, and he is intentionally manipulating the situation, manipulating a message that is intentional and swaying God's people. Those are wolves in sheep clothing. There are their mentors, their mentees, I mean. Their mentees are people who are just false teaching the messages that they've the teacher taught them. They're inherently good people, just misguided. They may not be inherently a false teacher, but they're just teaching falsely because they're mentors or who they glean from. And God in his providential timing and will, will bring them in the right place of truth where they'll be able to erase what they've taught <clears throat> and move forward. And you have true teachers, those who are seasoned, guided by the Holy Spirit of God, mature, ready to exegete the text. And those individuals are balanced teachers. The best way to recognize a false teacher if the teacher always talks about you, always talks about the Bible being a, being a benefit to you and, and, and you, you, you versus uh, y'all, y'all, y'all. What I mean by y'all, you and God, repentance, con uh, conviction, talking about truth, the balance of the gospel, where it talks about the love of God and the wrath of God. It talks about the grace of God and, and, and understanding. It's a balanced teaching where you feel full. See what I'm saying? And so there's a lot of teachings where it's sugar-coated, where it's a middle-tier diet, and where there's a full diet. The uh, sugar-coated message are those who preach a sugar-coated gospel that, gospel that brings spiritual diabetes. The middle-tier individuals are people who just trying to preach where there's no really no conflict, so they'll kind of give you a little bit of uh, sin. They'll give you a little bit of message of this, but they're the 80, 90% of their messages is I don't want to lose y'all. So I'm going to give y'all what y'all want to hear. Those are individuals are in the middle tier and the true teachers of God don't care whether you leave or go. They're going to preach the truth in balance in a way that's going to make sure that you put that Jesus is in the forefront, not them. My goal is to never be uh, um, an idol of yours. My goal is to make sure I give you the balanced truth, put you with God, you and the Holy Spirit go do what you do. And I don't need nothing from you. Right. So, <clears throat> but Time proves, and you have to know how to examine fruit. The Bible says you will know them by their fruits. And so what we have to do as individuals is not allow our fandom to keep us from examining fruit. Most times we're such a fan of these preachers. We're such a fan of these musicians. We're such a fan of these um, uh, mainstream Christian Christian um, teachers or whatever that we become fans of them, but we never are disciplined in examining the fruit. Does what they say correlate with the word of God? Is what is the totality message? Are they one-sided? Be very careful with branded messages. You want balanced messages. When a person only preaches prosperity, only preaches grace, only preaches hellfire and brimstone, they only preach branded messages, 
And not a balanced message. You got to be very careful because there could be an agenda behind their branding of their messages. There's nothing wrong if that person is astute and wise in a certain area, but their goal, if they are a teacher or a preacher, is to make sure they're bringing a wholesome, balanced meal before you. That when you eat from it, you have a balanced understanding and a balanced spiritual diet where you're able to not, um, because we as preachers are not the chefs. We are the waiters and the waitresses. All we do is bring you the meal from the back. And so <clears throat> we don't get no benefit. You know what I'm saying? We know that the chef is the one that cooked this. And all glory goes to the chef because he gave, he he's utilized me to bring you a balanced diet. So that's what happens, Adrian. As you grow in spiritual maturity, you'll begin to recognize that a lot of your favorite preachers are demonic preachers or middle tier preachers. And don't you think that the devil knows that if I can't beat Jesus, join Jesus, that if I can't beat God, join his people. And the best way to make a mockery of God is to make God's people fall in love with manipulative doctrines, manipulative messages, swaying them from the truth of who God is. Don't you think that some of the best preachers in the world are probably the devil's preachers? The devil ain't going, the devil don't have no, um, he got small tier preachers. Don't get me wrong. He, he, he used those church fronts, those uh, storefronts. He'll utilize those storefronts and create cults, but you don't think that he don't got at least 60% of the mainstream preachers up under his belt through manipulation and blackmail and got some of these preachers tied up in lust and whatever. And be very careful because we are a couple of months, not a couple of months, but a couple of years or a few years away of God exposing all these false teachers. The Bible says in the last days, you, the people, we, the people will heap for ourselves teachers with itching ears because we want to hear what we want to hear. A lot of us don't really want to hear the gospel. The gospel commands us to change through the lordship of Jesus Christ and through the empowerment of his spirit. Hope that. Hello from Hollywood, Florida, Florida, Florida. My bad. Nice to meet you. Greetings from London, England. Thank you for watching. No 30 minutes. Can we get a Proverbs 31 series update? Um, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about a book on that. I'm, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about that. We may um, we're working on something. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know when that book's going to come out. I don't know when those materials going to come out. Uh, but don't be surprised if something is in the works for that. So we'll, we're going to get we're going to get something there because I think there's some valuable lessons for both men and women to understand. And that's what kind of got me to this level on YouTube was that Proverbs 31 series. So if you want to check it out, those who are new, that that series is from 2013. So that series is six years old. I haven't watched it in years. So I, I believe it's great content. <clears throat> Actually, I know it's great content, um, but uh, hope that helps. I, I need help. I have really liked the girl for two years and she has had a toxic relationship with her boyfriend. I need help. I have a, I, I, I really like a girl for two. I have really liked the girl for two years and she has had a toxic relationship with her boyfriend. They are currently broken up and we are forming a relationship, but she can't get up. You got to get away. We're going to be talking about that on the good guys podcast about damaged goods. When a person ends a relationship and they're still in love with their ex, that person is damaged. That person is bruised. That person is in love. Um, um, uh, is still in love with that person. That person is going to be damaging to you. So what you have to understand is you can't get so caught up in, oh, well, I can heal her. You can't heal her. She's going to hurt you and you're going to hurt yourself in the process trying um, to help heal a girl who came from a toxic situation. She has to detox before you um, connect. 
You know what I'm saying? She has to detox first. The only one that's got the healing balm and the, and the herb con concoction to help her detox is God. And she has to go to God and allow God to detox her because she's probably connecting to you to utilize you to heal her. But you think she's in love with you, but it's manipulative. And now all of a sudden, when you help heal her, she's going to try to see if he can be an assistance to her going forward. So don't be used. Don't be used. Don't be abused. And don't be trying to be Jesus because you can't save her. And right now, if you know for a fact, Ryan, that 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 this young lady is just came from a toxic relationship, she just broke up from her boyfriend, you got to do yourself a favor and not a disservice and make sure you distance yourself from her and let her be detoxed by God. <clears throat> because the, the more you connect to her, the more you engage with her, you're going to be used by her. No one who just got out of something is is ready. They have to heal. And if they if they tell you I'm ready and I want you, they're hurting and they may be using you to get back at him. And you don't want to be that good guy, bro. You don't want to be that kind of good guy. You want to be a solid, balanced, good guy that ain't used by nobody. See what I'm saying? So if you really like her, the problem is, do you like her more than you like you? Because if you like you, you will limit your access to her until she heals and let God do the rest. And if she's meant for you, it's meant for you. I think a lot of us, we get so caught up of, of the moment of infatuation, a moment of interest. And yes, yeah, she may be dope, but she's dope right now. She's a drug right now. She's, you know what I'm saying? You don't want her to be your dopamine and you don't want her to be a person where that gets you so intoxicated and so caught up that about time your next two years passed, she was never really into you. She was using you to get to him. And now all of a sudden, now you in a season of, 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 of sadness and whatever, and now you jacked up. <clears throat> We've, we've been there. A lot of us been there. A lot of us done that. Wasted time with people that really didn't have your best interest from the beginning. They liked you in the beginning. They were into you in the beginning, but deep down to the bottom floor of their heart, they were never really with you. They were only using you to heal up and go back to what hurt them before. So I need help. I've really liked the girl for two years and she has had a toxic toxicity. She got toxic. She has to detox with her boyfriend. They are currently, currently, do you know what that word currently means? That means for right now. You can't trust currently. You got to trust permanently. <laughs> and only God knows permanent permanence. You know what I'm saying? So you can't trust the currently broken up because have you noticed that currently doesn't mean permanently? That just because they're currently broken up doesn't mean they won't in the next currently season be back together. So don't, don't hurt yourself. Do yourself a favor. Distance yourself from her and make sure you like you more than you like the idea of her so that you won't lose yourself and trying to be with someone that's still processing the pain she just got out of. Adrian says, how do I become more confident in my discernment to who I listen to as a pastor and preacher? <clears throat> what helps me? Like, I don't listen to a lot of people. There's no knock to people, but I like to make sure that what I spit, what I share. Now, there's certain people that, like my pastor, I listen to my pastor. That's who God placed me up under. There's a greater purpose, a greater grooming, a greater anointing that's being exchanged there. So I listen to him because that's God's uh, man in this realm that he wants me to be up under to learn. But online people, I don't listen to for two reasons. Number one, um, I don't got time because I love. I, 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 I'm already. I, I know the plug. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't go to the pushers. I know the plug. I don't go to the drug dealers. I know the kingpin. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I've built the relationship with God to the point to where, it, I, 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 like, 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 where else shall I go? <laughs> you know what I'm saying I can get it from Him. 
That's just because I'm a preacher. See what I'm saying? I'm a preacher. And secondly, the reason why I listen to most people, I want to make sure that my style and my preaching is pure, that I'm not getting stuff from other people. And then now I'm sounding like somebody else. But as far as people who may not be preachers like myself, what I would tell you is, is go about a two, go about a week or two, 14 days, seven to 14 days while I listen to nobody. And in those times, get in your word for yourself, a proverb a day, a gospel a month. Right now, get to know God for yourself. Spend time with the Holy Spirit. Engage him. Ask him questions. Talk with him. Get to know him. And then about time you have, anytime you do that, when you wean off of sweets for a period of time, you have eight sweets in a while, when you begin to taste real uh, um, uh, healthy sugars and unhealthy sugars, there will be a certain reaction that happens in your body. Like, man, that's too sweet. That's too sugar-coated. Uh, then we go back to listen to a preacher. Oh, that's too sugar-coated. Ooh, I got diabetes. I'm about to go in a sugar-coated coma because I listen to this preacher. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't healthy. But when you taste something that's sweet, full of, full of the good fruits of God, I'm talking about a person who really preached, then you'll be able to discern, but you have to wean off of it for a period of time so that when you go back into it, your discernment is now sensitive because you distance yourself from delicacies that you divulged in in a period of your devotion to God. The reason why many of us do not have discernment is because we're more devoted to preachers than we are devoted in our personal time with God. So when you spend more time with God, these other people are like restaurants. See, I'm a restaurant. I'm not supposed to be on what you eat from uh, all the time. You see what I'm saying? The best meals are meals cooked at home. You got to know how to rightly divide the ingredients of truth at home so that you'll know what tastes right, what's organic versus eating at all these restaurants. Most people, all the only thing, the only place they eat from spiritually is from the hands of another man or a woman, from, a, from the restaurant of another man or woman, but they never, they got a grocery full. Their word, the Bible is a grocery full of ingredients and tools and, and nutrients that if you become accustomed to that, then when you do eat out here, you'll know that's genetically modified or that's real organic because when it gets in your system, you don't have all this bloating. You don't have all these allergic reactions. You know it's from God. That's what I would say to help you. All right, <clears throat> let's keep going. I got five more minutes and I got a, uh, about four or five minutes. I got to get to the Good Guys podcast. Hey, coach, do you Okay. Hey, coach. What's up, Nick? Hey, coach. What do you use to block inappropriate content on your phone? Also, if you dream something sexual, did you sin or is it demonic? Uh, what I do, I got blockers on my phone. There's nothing I can get to. You see what I'm saying? But you have to do that on purpose. You have to do that intentionally. Um, you got to have an accountability, a person that can check in up on you to make sure that you're not doing what you're supposed to. Um, iPhone has changed. So what I did, I went into the settings. I forgot to say that I did it such a long time ago. Uh, when I first got this phone, there's, uh, I think it's under, let me see if I can find it for you. If you go to your, uh, do you have iPhone or you have uh, Android? Android, I don't know what, I can't help you with that. I'm on the iPhone. So what you do is, I don't know, I ain't done this in a long time. Give me one second. Email me, bro. Nick, make sure you email me, unpluggedcharlotte at gmail.com. And I'm going to go through the settings and make sure I find that for you if you have an iPhone. But you can simply just go to Google and just type in Google how to block your uh, sexual content on your phone. And secondly, Covenant Eyes. And there's one new um, app out there that's beneficial. I forgot the name of it. But I've had these things on me for a long period of time. So I can't remember. I think Covenant Eyes app was kind of messing up a little bit. Um, but if you go to Google and type in how to block sexual content on your Android or iPhone device, you'll be able to do that. I know it's changed over the last couple of years, 
Um, um, but check it out on Google and you'll be able to find it there. Now, when it came to your second question, also, if you dream something sexual, did you say sin is the acting on or the entertaining of? So if something comes to you, it's not a sin until the transaction has been made. You see what I'm saying? Just because a sexual thought comes to my mind doesn't mean I sin. When I entertain it and I don't cast down a, that vain imagination, now I'm entering into I'm entering into the sin. And that's what the devil wants you to do. Sometimes we can be in the lobby of sin, but not in the room of sin. We're in the lobby. We're in the wrong place right now. And that's what the Bible says, don't make, don't allow your good to be spoken evil of. You haven't committed a sin by going into the bedroom of it. You're just in a lobby of it. When you're in a lobby of the sin, you, they're either you outside of the lobby of sin. First of all, let me make it plain. You are in proximity of the sin. Oh, let's make us go way back. You are either far away from the sin in the proximity of the sin, at the front door of the sin, in the lobby of the sin, and in the bedroom of the sin. The devil wants to get you as close as into the lobby as, as much as possible because he wants you to see like, wow, this is a very nice furnished lobby here. Maybe it's not so bad. And then the action of it is going into it in a deeper way. So if you entertain the thought of sin, if you entertain it, you think on it, that's a sin. That means you, the sin has came to you. You've given your mind and your heart. Now, if it's a struggle, God's grace is there for you. If you like God, yo, help me. That's cool. But when you're like, hmm, I, I want to see where this takes me. That's what's a sin. Hmm, I want to see where this goes. That's when it's a sin. So if a sexual dream comes to you, what you got to do is audit your day and be like, what did I engage in that gave clearance to this demonic spirit of lust to, um, to intrude on my sleep and affect who I am? Then when you go from there, you will be able to clean up and audit your life. That, that brings down to a bare minimal low percentage of, of, of sexual intrusion while you sleep. And, 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 and that will help you there. Um, but the sin is when you engage and you wake up and you allow that thing to still reside in your life and still affect your life. All right, guys and gals, I'm at the 29 minute mark. I gotta go. I will be doing this again tomorrow before I go to church tomorrow. Um, I will be doing another What Should I Do Wednesday. I'm doing Q&As for a while now till I gain my rhythm or till God deposits a message in my heart. I pray that the answer to these questions helped some, helped most. And if I haven't got to your question, make sure you hit that notification. Hit, make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell, and make sure that you are a part of the Unpluggers community online so that when you see that live Q&A pop, you can get in. You saw all, all, see all the people that came in. They came in. They was they had their copy and paste questions. They put in. It was ready to go. Um, but I got to go, BD. Got to get with BD. If you haven't heard about the Good Guys podcast, um, you can go to YouTube right now, the Good Guys podcast, and it's uh, great substance and silly content. Um, to help you guys laugh through pain and grow from uh, pain. So I hope you guys be blessed. Got to go. Love y'all. Um, I know, man, a lot of good questions. I see. I, I should never scroll because when I scroll, um, let me go. Well, I hope they helped you in the future, Joe. Um, but yeah, I scroll down to the bottom and then all of a sudden, then I start looking at other people's questions. I'd be like, wow. Yeah. Uh, there we go. All right. Got to go, guys. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Peace. Also, if you want to learn more about what I do, go to IamUnplugged.com. There's books there. I wrote six books, Unplugged, World War Me, The Purpose of Singleness, A Purpose of Freedom, which is a soul tie stronghold book. Thank you so much, writer. Uh, uh, Dating Prep and my first children's book, As He Says, um, two free coaching. Um, see, Joel, I gave you a chance big time. Now, now you got to go.
Now you got to go big time. Go to um, books. Got two card games as well at azygames.com. Um, if you want to give the support my wife and I's mentoring program, you can go to wepropel.education um, or just go to my website, iamunplugged.com and go to Propel and you'll learn how to give and support there. I'm work at a school system. I'm a behaviors counselor at the school that I work at. And we've had a mentoring program for three years. We're going into our fourth year and we've mentored over a hundred some students. And now we're going into the middle school of the elementary school that's connected to my school. And we need your help because we really want to impact these kids. Um, everything's on my website. Love you guys. Y'all be blessed. Make sure you catch the good guys podcast every Friday, sometime during Friday. It'll come. Um, all of the resources here on YouTube, all that good stuff. Love you guys. Peace.